there's no real reason to feel less than I am right now. I really like the sentence. I finished work 8, broke my fast after 48 hours of fasting. It made me think, because afterwards I sat down on bed a bit uh, tired, uh, maybe because of, of eating so much, you know. But I didn't eat anything unhealthy. It's uh, rice, sweet potatoes, yogurt, and, and nuts. Uh, fried nuts. And I sat on bed and started reading articles about fasting. You know, I downloaded this application called Zero, and they talk about, they have some articles about what happens to your body after every stage of fasting. But I think 48 today was the longest for me, actually. Uh, I think two or three weeks ago when I fasted 24 hours, or I did like maybe 32 because you end up doing 24 hours and sleeping eight. Um, I think that was like the most, and that was really recent. Now it's like 48, and it's interesting because it feels like every time you go through it, your body, all of your body is really learning something completely, completely new. It's like, whoa, what's this? Uh, but it feels like all of all of your cells are breathing different, you know? It's a different... Uh, different existence you're in a different realm really so I have a lot of respect for that I got up off the bed because I wanted to go to the supermarket and buy fish I wanted to buy a fish for a long time I decided to tonight's the night and I am heading out to to get that uh, I opened the door to the building and I got out and it was pure clean sky it's night just a clean sky and the full moon is just right there and I couldn't help but look at it and smile you know like whoa the moon's there that explain why that explains why I feel how I feel I was thinking and then I was like you know why do you feel what you feel what the shit are you talking about, man? And <laughs> then came the thought, there's no reason really to think that I need to feel less than what I am. Again, it goes to thinking I need to act certain ways and be completely attractive to every single female that I desire. And... Sometimes that's non-existent in me, other times that's really dominant. And it comes and goes. Um, yeah. I'm just becoming more and more cool about it. The last episode I recorded, I really didn't want to talk. Even for the last, like, three days before recording it, I didn't feel like talking. A lot happened, you know? Then I was at the stage where it really felt like really felt like I was someone new, like I wasn't, uh, like all the mistakes I've ever done, 25, I'm not so old, all the mistakes I've ever done, everything that I've ever been through, none of it's really a mistake, you know, and I mean, I can decide in every moment how I can be, 
that I know that I can always change and I'm always learning and always adapting and there's so many skills that I can learn and I am sitting down and learning and then I was understanding how important it is for me to learn again learning is so nice knowing that you can do something better just by applying yourself to it sleeping, waking up being in a situation where you have to apply the thing you're applying yourself to and seeing a slightly different change it's beautiful stuff and yeah my dad is suffering my mom uh, has COVID my dad has COVID my sister has COVID and um, I think my dad's okay so far but uh, my sister sent us a message and she's like she's like uh, he he's not remembering some stuff you know he goes into the kitchen he's like uh, I wish it was as easy as him going to the kitchen you know <laughs> it was mainly him, him talking to them and then it was like oh why didn't you tell me mom was sick and they're like oh, dad we told you yesterday so he's been having phases of just not remembering stuff and I think that's really interesting. I mean, I've seen him. I've seen him uh, in his bed after the operation. And I was with him those nights. And it would be four in the morning and I'm, uh, or two in the morning and I'm still just slept maybe two hours. And then I hear my dad going, ah, ah, ah. And just pain, 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 pain he's going through, and it's only for him to go through in his way. And of course, the entire family is affected with that pain. I held a cloth, wet cloth, to his forehead, looked at him, and just it came out of me very real. Uh, which means uh, you're the best role model I could have ever had in my life. And, uh, and yeah, I'm grateful for that. Although he's been himself, the amount of lessons that teaches you. I mean, I went there thinking that this person is going to die, you know? And he didn't. I'm reflecting on it today, and the thought came, and it's like, him staying alive, and me being with him and seeing all of that, has taught me 10, 20 times more than, than, uh, than his death could ever teach me. Which for me is... Uh, so important. It's for me so, so, so important. And my mom probably feels a little bit neglected. And I had a small fight with her when I was there. Mainly because 
she told me to my face, Khaled, do you want me to wash your laundry? And I was like, no, mama, don't wash it when I'm home. I have to wash anyway. And then she's like, Khaled, are you sure? I want to, like, I'll wash your laundry. I'm like, mama, please, please, please just don't wash my laundry. When I go home, I go to the hospital, I sleep at the hospital, I come back, and I see that she washed my laundry. <laughs> and and it's not like, like saying it, you know, it's like, why would you ever be mad that your mom washing your laundry? And it's just that sleeping in a hospital is really tough. And she slept in the hospital the last days when I left, which is a shame, but I had to leave because... Uh, you know, I knew that my family still needed someone, you know, but I had to come back. I had an appointment with the, I literally, I came back on the 11th, on the 12th, I had an appointment with the uh, Landesamt für Einwanderung. This is like the immigration office that they had to register and give me a new card that I, I found a job and everything so that my passport works with, with staying here, uh, literally on the 12th. And I came back on the 11th, and my job, you know, I just started, and I can't just take so many weeks off, you know. It took seven days already. I've been like one month there. You're supposed to, you're not supposed to do that, you know. Uh, but hey, you know, my, my dad did an open heart surgery, and people are empathetic, and I'm going to give my boss and supervisor a gift uh, two days when I'm in the office. And my mom went and got those gifts, you know. She got uh, really good Arabic dates and uh, za'atar. Za'atar is amazing. Za'atar is like a thing that foreigners don't know about, that if they knew about it, they'd go mad. So, yeah. Uh, staying in a hospital, sleeping in a hospital. Sleeping in a hospital and... When you're sleeping in a hospital, you don't really sleep. The patient could need you any second. Uh, my dad was sleeping and waking up often. He had no rhythm in his sleep. He might sleep at 10 and wake up at 2 in the morning and then stay awake till 6 and then sleep again till 7 or 8. So there was always this crazy uh, irregularity that I think was also bad for him. I don't think it was good for him in any, any sense of the word. Uh, I don't think it was good for him at all. I don't think it was good for him at all. And uh, eating, he was eating very irregularly. So I was I was waking up and sleeping a lot within a night. It wasn't a straight night of sleep. It was waking up three, four, five times. The nurse comes in. They come in, man, it's really retarded. Like, you guys are professionals, you know? You're supposed to be good at this stuff. Uh, the doctor, it's a CCU. It's like ICU intensive care unit. And a doctor comes in at four in the morning. My dad was just asleep. And he comes in and he turns the lights on really crazy and he's like, How are we doing, Muhammad? Kifak? Only Kif Shahbarak. And I look at the man, I'm like, Lo, look, homie, he just fell asleep. Yeah, let the let the man sleep. What the fuck is wrong with you? 
didn't say that, but I definitely thought it really out loud. Uh, but it's like, I know probably these doctors, they have a lot of patients. They're all asleep in their own way. The, who the fuck knows what they're going through? Uh, they maybe want to try and bring energy, positive energy that they might really not have, you know? And uh, it's just like, come on, man, you know? It's like, come on, dog, let this guy sleep. So, like, my, my sleep is ruined and for more nights. And then I see that I tell my mom something very concretely, and she still doesn't listen to me. And it's just like, mom, why? So I got angry. I know, it, wasn't, it wasn't like a crazy, crazy fight. But of course, like, I was speaking very enthusiastically and she was pissed at me. But then, like, when I had to leave, she was almost crying that I had to leave, you know? My mom loves her son so much. It's crazy. And it makes you think, like, do you really love your mom or do you only love how much she loves you, you know? It's like, why do I do any good towards my mom? Just because I feel bad for her? Just because I feel like it's an obligation? Uh, a mom never does anything for her kid because, I mean, a good mom doesn't do anything for her kid because she feels like, you know, it's like it's like the love. She does it because she cares about this homie, but not uh, not to get anything out of it or so. It's a decent question, I think. It's like an important question to, to ask uh, because it's real. And real questions are important. I watched a movie recently called Mother. And the story is about uh, a mother, basically, in a, in a house. And a lot of weird shit happens. But it's essentially, I feel like this movie, it's called Mother with an exclamation point. And I think it very much so hits very well a lot of aspects of what Mother is as an archetype even, you know. And uh, the masculine as well in, in comparison to it. It's very much... Uh, like it's it's a bit random, a bit weird, but also very sensical. Uh, it's rated like 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, I think. But I liked it. I think it's one of those movies uh, worth watching. I watched it. So yeah. Other than that, in my daily life, I feel very different in the sense that when there's something to say to someone. I say it somehow more clearly, like what this thing is or my intention towards it or where I stand with what it is. It's, uh, and it's made for better interactions. It's like really when I'm talking to someone, I am talking to them for them being there. And I might have mentioned this, that I've been trying to do this or that I'm doing it in one sense or another, but it's feeling realer, you know? For example, my housemates... I'm really having really deeper, nicer conversations with them, although we thought like uh, about two months ago, 
it's become much more like I'm like if I'm eating and this guy is talking to me, it's not like I'm thinking, oh, I need to write a book, oh, I need to. No, I'm just genuinely trying to talk to this person, get to the point that we're talking about, seeking curiosity, seeing how I can learn more about them, uh, sort of trying to be somewhere else, you know. Uh, which is crazy. I think this job is helping me a lot because everyone in it is like a really good talker. Like I'm absorbing that. My direct manager is, uh, he's very much uh, super, super confident. Like he's hyper confident. He's not my like direct manager, but he's like my buddy, but also uh, my teammate slash he's higher, higher than me, the hierarchy. He's my direct uh, supervisor now, and he's training me, and he's like too, too, too confident, and I think I've made up this metaphor for myself. It's like I feel he's the kind of guy who ate seven steaks and sat down to relax, and then he's like, yeah, let's uh, do business, maybe have whiskey and do business, and I, and I feel like he's so, so calm with himself. In a, one of in that seven kind of stakes way, I don't think I know how to describe it any other way than that, to be honest. But you know that kind of uh, person just put up so many fucking insecurities in me all of a sudden, and then I had to, and then I had to see how I can just stay with that, you know, and. I'm staying with that every day. That's the thing. And uh, it's making me feel calmer. Even whatever happens between us, I love it. And I saw that today, I was like, I'm grateful for having this kind of tension in me in regards to this person because the more I get used to this person and how they talk and how they are, the more I can be also like that and calmer. Uh, in general, so I'm grateful, I'm grateful, I'm grateful. Uh, it was, I was happy to see the family. I only saw Selma, my my niece, for maybe less than an hour in person. She was so happy to see me, and we did uh, yoga poses together, and she's only like two. She did like tree pose. She put her leg above her knee and held her mom. She's like, look. And I, I did it too, and I was like, ha, your foot shouldn't be on your knee. It should be above your knee. It's dangerous like that. She's two, so gives a shit. Um, and then we did Legos with uh, magnets. We had these like Lego blocks with magnets, which is insane. I think that's insane. Uh, it was fucking so much fun. But she was uh, Selma was a bit sick, so I couldn't get too near her. And then I had to see my dad and my mom and everyone. I'm glad I came back healthy. If I stayed, I would have probably gotten sick too, and then I would have had to stay longer, and just, I have a job, you know, and I have the goal of staying in the country and getting getting the citizenship. I got, uh, aside from the citizenship, I did the burger test, so the citizenship test. You have 33 questions, uh, multiple choice, and you have to get 17 right to pass, and I got 30 out of 33 right. Woohoo! I saw it today, it came after like six weeks, and I thought it might not come because I had my phone on the table uh, when I did the exam, but it was turned off. She didn't tell me really to put my stuff away. I just turned it off and put it on the table and just did everything.
And when I gave her the paper 15 minutes later, and it was just me and someone else still in the room, everyone else already left. Within 5 to 10 minutes, everyone was done and out. Um, but I took my time, it's fine. And then uh, I gave her the paper. She's like, oh, you had your phone on you the entire time. I showed her the phone that it's off, and I told her, like, hey, I'm sorry, I just didn't understand you too, too well, I guess. Uh, I didn't. I made it my fault, you know. So I thought maybe she'd do something to the paper or something, but she didn't. And then, uh, yeah, she seemed like a nice person, but she was also like almost 15 minutes late to the exam, so we all waited 15 minutes extra in front of the exam. Uh, crazy. And uh, yeah, I got 30 out of 33, but I thought I'd get like 23, 25, like there were some things I just didn't know, but I just uh, crossed. Uh, but hey, it turns out I got a good grade. So now it's about passing the German test. I'm happy. I'm happy about it. I've been preparing myself for it for the last two months, really, with all the audio books and books and reading and everything. But now I'm really focusing on my grammar. So I have a grammar book at home I'm reading and going through and has a lot of exercises. I still don't do them, but I really, really appreciate and feel the information sinking into me that's in the in the grammar book uh, from A1 to B2. And then I'm just doing exercises. I wrote texts and sent them to a friend and another German teacher. And the German teacher was like, dude, you never pass like this. You have your text is inhaltlich uh, okay, like content-wise, it's good. It's complex and it's good. But you have so many grammar, basic grammar mistakes that just take away from, from all of it. That make it. And you have some word choices here and there that make it very, very... Uh, impossible to, to appreciate or understand you. You don't even begin to go into understanding the meaning when the meaning is immediately changed. So, uh, so I think that's hilarious. Uh, but I was also I read his message. I was so cool with it, you know, because I was just like he pointed out the mistakes, the grammar things that I need to learn, and I knew that those were the things I needed to learn, and now I'm learning them. And then I have an appointment tomorrow with Vivian, a friend of mine from uni, where I'm going to go through uh, certain exercises in the exam, and then I'll just solve a few exams, keep reviewing grammar, write a text or two again, see how I can write it well, and then go into the exam. And who cares if I, if I don't get crazy grades? I really just want to pass. So with the writing part, as long as I do it well enough to pass, I'm happy, and I think I'll do it well enough to pass. So I don't think I'm going to fail this test, inshallah. That's it, what's going on right now. Dad did an open-heart surgery. I flew immediately. Work was cool about it. My boss is cool. His birthday is the same day. My brother has a birthday. They were literally born the same day, same year, same everything. And I'm grateful for all. Ciao, ciao.